Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. We are learning Maseches Moed Katan Daf Chavhei. Today's Gemara is uh, partially halachic, and then we're going to move into Agadatas for the full length of the page today. And we'll be stopping uh, just at the very last uh, couple of words on the page, by, but right before the Tanu Rabbanu. And we're starting at a fresh Mishnah, and the Mishnah reads, Ein Koren velo Cholzen. We do not do Kriya. We do not do Chalitza. Which in this case, the Chalitza is removing the clothing from one's shoulders. We also don't have that special meal, Ella, except for Krovav Shalmes, only for immediate relatives. Namely, if you're a not, not immediate relative, you do not do these kinds of things. And we do not have the Sudas Havra on a regular bed. It, has to be, it can't be the turned over bed. It has to be a regular bed. And the Gemara says, who was the Mishnah trying to exclude? Right, the Mishnah had said that it's only for family. Who were you trying to exclude? Says the Gemara at the top of Would you say that it's also true about a Chacham, that we don't tear Kriya on him? We know that's not true. Says the Gemara, the Brisa writes that we absolutely tear Kriya on a Chacham. Everyone is treated as a Karov to the Chacham who dies. Says the Gemara, can you really say that everyone is considered like a relative? That's not true. Ella, how do we understand this line of Hakol Krova by a Chacham? Ella, Hakol kikrovav in that hakol koren alav everyone tears kriya on a chacham hakol cholzen alav we uh, remove the shirt from our shoulder hakol mavrin alav birchava so it can't be that our mission is trying to exclude the case of a chacham therefore what must it be lotzrichad must be the case of the lav chachamu that we're talking about someone who who isn't a chacham he's a regular Jew says the gemara well if that's the case and you're trying to exclude a regular Jew Jew from doing kriya that's not correct. If the person was an Adam Kasher, the Gemara says, We have to tear Kriya for a regular person who dies as long as he's an Adam Kasher. Okay, how do we know that this is true? The Tanya. The Bryce writes six, seven lines down. What would be the case where a person would have an Onesh of children passing away young? It's so that seemingly. In the future, he'll respond by davening on an autumn kasher. Says the Gemara, the tense doesn't make sense. At that, such a sharp, it's not like you did anything wrong in the past, right? It's not an onesh. It's just saying that you should be. So, Rachman, it's not a person can lose a young child because, because they should have done. It's very strange. It says the Gemara, Yivkevi Yisabel in the future tense. Arvona and because of that you took a child you took you took his guarantor. Why would you do that? Ella, that doesn't make sense. That's not what the Gemara means. Ella, that a person can get mechil on all of their avonos if they were only to daven for someone who wasn't Adam Kasher. And that also would mean in this case that we were going to make sure that we take care of him by doing Kriya. So he's also not excluded in our Mishnah. Therefore, we need to come up with yet another answer. So who is who is being excluded in our Mishnah from Kriya and from Chalitza and from the Sudas Havra? Says the Gemara, there should be a we're talking about a person who's not an Adam Kasher. He's, uh, he's not a good person. He's Jewish. He's a Yid. He's just not a good person. So says the Gemara. Well, okay, maybe. But but had it been that the person was present, that let's say if a doctor is present at the Yitzhiyas Neshama of a person who's a, who's a Russia, so then the halacha is you still have to tear Kriya under those circumstances. No matter what, if a person is standing over a mace, whether or not they're an Adam Kasher or not an Adam Kasher, we have to tear Kriya. So says the Gemara, what is that similar to? Let's say for we would compare the death of a human being, even though this human being is not perfect, we compare it to a Sefer Torah, which doesn't, what? But 
Any person perfect? No, of course. I don't mean perfection in a perfect way. You're right. I just mean that a uh, person who's really uh, not even trying and they're, <laughs> you know, they're like, whatever Nadim Rasha is, I don't know. There are halachic definitions, there are social definitions, there are personal definitions. I don't know what the definition is. But the answer is that a person is not an Adam Kasher. So even a person who's not an Adam Kasher is equivalent to a Sefer Torah where everyone is Chayav Likroa. So again, we're back to our question. We don't know what our mission is trying to exclude. So one third of the way down, two lines before the wide lines, the Gemara says, you're right. It must be that we are talking about an Adam and under those circumstances, that's what our mission is trying to exclude. From here to the top of the next page, we're going to learn Agatha's about things that happened when some of the greats of our history passed away. Says the Gemara, last short line. When he died, there were people in town who didn't tear Kriya over him. Amri, their, their logic was, we weren't in his shear. He wasn't our Rebbe, so therefore we didn't tear Kriya. shemes. a real, just a smack in the face. Guys, it says Chacham. It doesn't have to be a Rebbe to tear Kriya. If he's a Chacham, you should tear Kriya. So it says the Gemara, Chacham shemes tanya. A regular person should uh, tear Kriya over every Chacham. The Ode, not only that, but Kol Yoma, every day, Shmaita. His Torah is being quoted all the time in the base Medrash. Safra was one of the greats of the Amorite. People talk about his Torah all the time. We have him throughout Shas. So therefore, you should have torn Kriya. So they thought, well, window of opportunity is lost. We know you only tear Vashas Chimum. So maybe we, should, we shouldn't tear it all. So then Amar Le'abai, Tanina, we learned. No, guys, you're, you guys are off your game. First, you didn't do it in the first place. Then you thought you weren't supposed to do it. No, you were supposed to do it. So then, oh, okay, I didn't realize that because... I just thought we lost the opportunity. Several in the Kerala altar. Then they like put their hands on their shirts to tear their shirts down for the Rebbe. And Amr Luhabai, no, not now. Amr Luhabai, Tanya Chacham Kavodu Behespedo. It has to be at the time of the Hesped. So the next time there's a Hesped that's going on, that's when you should be tearing on Rav Safra. So we, I don't know, normally the way that this is spoken about in Poskim is that when there is a Rebbe Muvhak, the Rebbe who teaches you most of the, the Torah that you know, he is your Rebbe Muvhak, you have to tear Kriya anywhere in the world, with him, not with him, doesn't matter. When every Chacham dies, not everybody tears Kriya. Uh, there were people in town, I remember hearing stories when Rav Gedalia, those shorts, that's all died, that people did tear Kriya people who are very close to him. I guess there might have been Rebbe Mufak, but this the way the Gemara is framing right now is that whenever any Chacham dies that we tear Kriya, I don't believe that that's the... That's the common. Uh, that's the common behavior. The Gemara says five lines into the wide lines. Another story. And from here till the end of the page, we're going to be learning all about Rav Huna. Some very remarkable stories. When Rav Huna died, they wanted to put a sefer Torah on his bed. Okay. So it says the Gemara. What? Where he currently is as a mace. So he's, he's in his bed in his house, not alive. And they wanted to put a Sefer Torah on his bed. So the Gemara says, if he wasn't willing to do it while he's alive, now that he's dead, we will do it. What happened during his life that he would not lie in the same bed as a Sefer Torah? The Gemara says halfway down, I saw that Rav Huna wanted to sit down on his bed. There was a Sefer Torah sitting there. He flipped over a, a container on the ground. And that's where he put the Sefer Torah. Torah, so that obviously he cannot be in the same bed as the Sefer Torah. Alma, what do we see from here? You're not allowed to sit in a bed where there's a Sefer Torah. <laughs> You're saying, what's the Havamina that he would put a Sefer Torah? Because he was such a, I imagine, just because he was so amazing. So if you look at Rashi, Rashi, Rashi kind of answers your question on line five. Rashi says, Rashi says, 
that this one kept that one. Rabbi Puna kept all the halachos and Torah mamish perfect, like perfection. This one is perfection. It's amazing. It's, it's unbelievable. So he kept the Torah so beautifully that they should put him on the same bed. But then they're like, if you, Rabbi Huna didn't let it when he was alive, so he's certainly not going to let it when he was dead. It was a show of cover. It was a show of cover. Then the Gemara says in the next section, halfway down, eight lines, nine lines into the wide lines, the Gemara says, they'll have a nothing puri mibava. They had a problem. Rav Huna died. His bed was a king-size bed, and it didn't fit out the door. Okay. So says the Gemara, what should they do? So they were going to get some type of crane, and they were going to, they were just going to raise him on his bed from the roof. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. You're not allowed to do that. The right way to move a chacham is through his doorway. They're like, fine, let's get him off of this king-size bed and put him on a twin bed. Put him on a single bed. Let's get him out of the room. Says the Gemara, you can't do that either. It has to be only in the initial bed that he died. How do we know that a Taman Chacham should only be moved in his initial bed? Talking about moving the Aaron didn't fit through the door. So Paris Bava they broke down the wall and that's how they took it out. So that's what you should do. If the person dies in the room, instead of moving him and you're going to moving him on his bed, you got to break the break the door frame. You'll rebuild it afterwards. Next, when it, as it relates to Rabuna, when he died, it was appropriate for the Shechina to dwell on Rabuna. He was so amazing. The fact that he lived in Bavel, it caused for the Shechina to not dwell on him. The child of Rabuna said, hold on one second, one of the two kids of Rabuna said, which is a reference to somewhere in Bavel, in the Babylonian landscape, somewhere over there. So we see that there was Yechezkel ben Buzi, there was Dvar Hashem outside of Eretz Yisrael. So we know, we see that the Rishkin outside of Eretz Yisrael, why is it that Ravuna wasn't Zochev? Because he had the Bavel, big deal. The, the Pasuk says it was in Kastim, so then it should have worked. So, Tafachle Abuha Besandale. Wow, this is good parenting. 101. Take your shoe off and smack your kid across the head with it. So he said, his father hit him with a sandal. Alma, didn't I tell you to stop bothering people? Well, what are you even talking about? You don't even make any sense. My, my haya, what does it mean, haya? Shahaya Kfar, he already had the Navuah while he was in Eretz Yisrael. He only repeated it now that he was in Kastim, but he got the Navuah only in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, we see the Ravuna couldn't have Shechina in, in Babel because it only allows, it only exists in that form in Eretz Yisrael. Fine. When they took Ravuna to be buried in Eretz Yisrael, Ravami They said Ravami Nirbasi, the great Amoraim of Eretz Yisrael, that uh, that uh, Ravuna was coming to town. Amri Kihavin Hasam. They said they didn't know he was dead. They said when we were there, Lo Hava Mine. We didn't even take our eyes off of him. We wanted to see every last nuance that he did. Hashta Asinan Hacha So now he's going to Basrein. He's coming after us over here in town. Like this is a total flip of cover. What's happening here? Amrle No Aronoba. He's not not alive anymore. He's dead. His Aaron is coming to town. So then the Gemara says, Rav Ami Ravasi Nafuk. The two of them did go out to 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 give cover to the to the Aaron. Rav Ela Rav Chanina Lo Nafuk. And these two did not go out. And then the Gemara has first very long line. Ika da Amre Rabbi Ela Nafuk Rabbi Chanina Lo Nafuk. Some say that one of the latter two did go out, and the other did not. Now why did some go out and some not go out to go see the Aaron? The Nafuk my time. The ones who went out, why did they go out? The Tanya because the Brisa writes Aaron over me makom makom am demala b'shura. There's an Aaron moving from one place to another. It's appropriate to stand up b'shura. And as well, Omer melav birchas avelim and tenchumei avelim. You sell the right, the appropriate brachos, and you give nichum avelim. And what about those who didn't go out to see the to see the uh, the procession of Rav Huna? To Lo Nafuk my time. How could they not go out to see the Aaron of Rav Huna, the Great? So says Gemara. The Tanya Aaron over me makom. So two Bryce's, one that are so one another. And the Gemara says, These two Bryce's seem to be so one another. 
which one is it? Are you, is it appropriate? Is it not appropriate? And these are, they're all in the same base medrash. So like, they're all like the, the wires were crossed. What happened? Says the Gemara, lo saimuha kame. What does lo saimuha kame mean? So let's take a look at Rashi. I didn't mark off where the Rashi is, but I know that I read it. Uh, here it is. Lo saimuha kame, two thirds, three fourths of the way down. De shaldu hava kayemes. That, uh, oh, I skipped a line. Yeah. yeah. Lokasha. The, the Gemara says there's one Brisa that says that we do go out for the mace, and one says we don't. Lokasha, Kansha, Shaldu Kaimas. One is where the spine of the mace is still intact. And Kanbish, Ain Shaldu Kaimas, where the spine is not intact. Rahuna, Shaldu Kaimas, Hava. And his spine was intact. Those who went out, Losai Muhakame, they didn't know whether or not his spine was intact. They assumed that it wasn't. Okay. Where are we going to bury him? So they responded, Rav Huna rebates Torah B'Yisrael. Rav Huna was the one who taught a lot of Torah in Eretz Yisrael. Rav Chia rebates Torah B'Yisrael Hava. And he taught Torah in Eretz Yisrael. So let's put them together. What was it about the spine being intact? When the person's spine is intact, then everyone's obligated to go out and uh, follow the procession, stand in a shura when Rav Huna would come by in his casket because his, his skeleton was intact, his spine was intact. So then people would have to go out. And if there was a person who was Rahman al-Islam, cremated, let's say, some of them up where the body is just unrecognizable. So then there's no obligation to go out and to stand in procession. So then they said, where, who's going to be the one to bring him into the, he was like buried in a catacomb. We've discussed this before, but he was buried in some kind of catacomb. We're 10 lines from the bottom, so man so amar le nale. I will, Rav Chaga, who was the Talmud of Rav Huna, said, I will put him, I will bury him. I learned all of his Torah when I was only a young man of 18 years old. And I never saw any carry, no Sheikh Wazera, nothing outside of halacha contexts uh, from for his whole life, it seems. And then the Gemara says, I also served him. And I also know all of his actions very well. The Yomachad, talk about from, check this out. The Gemara says eight lines from the bottom. One day, there was one day that Rafuna was putting on his tefillin and it rotated one of the straps rotated and he was on the white side was facing up and the black side was facing down the arba in tanesa he fasted 40 times he fasted 40 times for tainus it's an unbelievable just because his ritzuos that's not even we're like okay no turn the ritzuos over he was a big deal by him the judge the tzaddikim are judged they're judged on a much much higher level for us we, we put on our tefillin and sat through shachars we're doing good you know like we have a very culturally our standards have dropped, but we should be davening like the malachim. It's very hard, but that's what's uh, that is what's asked of us. What's the problem with the straps? It's not talking about the hanging straps; talking about like the part around your head. Yeah, somewhere, or something touching your body. It could be that you're not yotze for the parts that are touching, like by the by the not on the arm, but up here by the that could be, and on your shell rosh for sure. That's a big problem. <laughs> so that's what the gemara says, and he fasted for forty days because of that. I didn't even look and see what rashi is. Yeah, so Rashi says six lines from the bottom. Okay. But like David said, it's not that's not applicable everywhere. The post can write this. If you have a watch, are you allowed to put your ritzuos over your watch? So the dina, a lot of the post can say that it's mutter. There's no isra chatzitza at that part of the body. Only the strap that's actually holding down on your head and only the strap that's actually holding down on your arm, but the other ones are not lehikuva. It saves time. What? It saves some time. I mean, they should all be the black side. <laughs> Anyways, that's what the Gemara says. So he was he was ready to bury bury him. Ile, he takes the 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 uh, he takes the, uh, the the body the mace. He takes Rav Huna, and uh, when he went in to bury him next to Rav Chia, have a gun Yehuda mimina de Avuha. Rav Chia's son Yehuda was was buried on his right. The Chizkiya mismole, and his son Chizkiya was buried to the left of 
buried to the left of his father, Rav Chia. So where was he going to bury Rav Huna? So Amar le Yehuda le Chizkiah, one, one dead brother says to the other dead brother, Kumi duchtech. You, got, you have to assume yourself. You got to move. It's not nice you're making Rav Huna wait. It's a chutzpah. Okay. When the mace moved, when Chizkiah got up, when he stood up, there was a pillar of fire that shot out from the ground after his body, uh, after, again, this is like out of the movies, like the crypts of the catacombs where like, the, you know, what's that, whatever those movies are, like the Indiana Jones movies when you get down to the bottom. So Chazye Rav Chaga, Rav Chaga uh, rightfully freaked out. Ibais, he was terrified. That's what Rashi says. If you look three lines from the bottom, Nivas v'nifchad. He jumped back and he was scared. And what he did in order to protect himself was Zakfe la'aron v'nafak asa. He stood up the aron of Rav Huna as a shield and ran out. He had enough. So says the Gemara, He did what was right, apparently, under the circumstances, not like we'd be one to judge, uh, but he, he used a, he used Rav Huna to, like, as a shield and it saved his life. That's what the Gemara says. When Rav Chiza died, died, similar to the story of Rav Huna, the Gemara says, They too wanted to put a Sefer Torah on his bed. They said, just like he's such a great tzaddik, he felt fulfilled. Right? So what was the language of Rashi? It was a beautiful language. This one fulfilled whatever it says in that one. So let's put the Sefer Torah. There are Rav Yitzchak, no way. If his, if his Rebbe didn't do it, we learned about Rav Huna. No, it's a different person. It's, it's his Talmud. Rav Chizda was a Talmud of Rav Huna. So then by Rav Chizda, they wanted to do it. Rav Yitzchak said, Rav Chizda's Rebbe wouldn't have done it. Rav Huna wouldn't have done it. So therefore, we're not going to do that. So they tore Kriya, suffered the Lola Mishlal Kira'ihu. They didn't want to correct the Kriya for the Rebbe. So Amr Luhu Yitzcha, Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Ami, Chacham, Kevan Shech, Ziru Pnei Mechor Ami, Tasholalin. Once a Chacham is buried and you turn away from that burial, then Sholalin, you can loosely do the stitching of the Kriya. Next, last line. They wanted to move them to Eretz Yisrael. Top of Kabchesim and Aleph. Kimatu, Agishra, when they got to the bridge, getting. What did I say? Oh. I said Kavchas. No, there, there is a Kavchas on the base. It's just wishful thinking. Time trap. Thank you for the correction. When they got to the bridge, the, uh, the camels all stopped walking. They had an Arab uh, traveler with them. He says, what's going on? What's going on with these donkeys, Why, with the camels? Why are they not moving? They said back to the to this Arab guy who was taking them on the travel. They're giving cover to one another. Mar Omar Mar One guy says to the other, "You should go first. These are dead bodies, by the way." Umar Omar Mar So we're talking about the two people listed at the bottom, which is Rabba Baravuna and Rab Hamnuna. They died at a similar time and were being transported to Israel in a similar transport. So uh, this Arab guy thought that he had the solution. So he said, Omar, uh, okay, like I, I'm going to decide for you. You guys are having such a hard time. That guy's going first. Please excuse the derogatory terminology. That's basically what happened. So that's actually what ended up happening. And because of what he said, that camel started walking. But this guy got a punishment. And the punishment was, his molars and his teeth all fell out. Oh, smash. Yep, take a look at Rashi, five lines down. Rashi says, Nasr mishum hamnuna, because he spoke negatively of Rav Hamnuna, disparagingly, only by implication, all of his teeth fell out. 
says the Gemara. Next, uh, now we're going to discuss different types of uh, poetic um, uh, eulogies. They used to have stuff done in people who were hired to, they were expert eulogizers. They knew how to, they knew how to capture the room and they knew how to make people emotional. So they would speak. So let's see what happens. Uh, we'll have a couple of samples of drushas uh, that they, that people can use as uh, material for eulogies. Pasach uh, Yenuka, and there was a young guy who was a saft, and, and he said, "Gaza Yeshishim Alami Bavel." A branch of the great trees came from Bavel, Vimo Sefer Milchamos, and with him came his book of wars. This book of wars is a reference to Rashi says Sefer Torah. They were talking about this, and that's when all the teeth fell out. And that's all this is recorded there. It's all the all the recordings of this this person. And then there is a tremendous destruction. There were different words of destruction. They were doubled when these two people died. That these are the destructive things that came from Shinar, which is Babel. They were coming up from Babel. These two terrible things happened. There was anger brought into the world. And who grabbed souls from the earth. And he, Hashem was happy with their souls. Because these two souls were so beautiful. They came up to Shamayim. He was so happy, Akadosh Baruch Hu, that the people showed up, that these neshamas showed up at such a high level. For about what does that have to do with anger coming to the world? What, what does that have to do with The Hamas? Uh, no, that, oh, good question. I mean, I guess people have to die for a reason. Doesn't mean that they did anything wrong, though. I don't, I don't Rashi doesn't comment on that. I don't know. Maybe the real Rashi does. Cuts up. Yeah, Rashi says, Katsav HaKadosh Baruch Hu Alo There was a reason for Hashem to be angry. In fact, he took away the Something else is going on. Right. And we we also see this throughout Chazal, that the Tzadikim, tear, like, they take the brunt of others, like of the door. So it could be that there was bad stuff going on, but they were at least, as it relates to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, bringing two nefashos to Shemayim that were amazing. Kinoch Nafshe de Ravina, quarter of the way down, when Ravina died, Pasach Aleihu Saptana, this uh, eulogizer got up and spoke tomorrow. The palm trees, Haniu Rosh Al Tzadik Katamar. You should be shaking your branches <clears throat> about this tzadik like a like a like a tamar, like a like a palm tree. Nasim Lelos Kiyamim. We should be sad just like nights are days. Al Mesim Lelos Kiyamim, like the person who made his nights like days in regards to learning. Amar Lei. Ravashi Lebar Kipuk. Bar Kipuk was one of these people who was a, a eulogizer. Hahu Yoma, when I die, he says, My Amris, what will you say about me? Amar Le Amina, Imba Razim Nafla Shalhebes, if by the cedars uh, befell a fire. So there's fire that they caught, fire, meaning the reference to death. What will we do for the growths that are in the wall? I picture like the green that grows in the wall of the Kosel, right? You have these like tiny little brush that are growing there magically out of stone. And what about the rest of us? If the grades, if the cedar trees get burned down, what about the little people? If you have a large, uh, this large creature that's pulled up by a hook, what about the fish that are, that are in the small amounts of water? We're, we're, definitely, we're, we're definitely in trouble. In a river, we can get uh, pushed down the river and then you can get pulled by a hook. What about the little ones in the small amounts of water? That's not so pleasant. I would never have said those words about hooks and about fires with in regards to righteous people. So Ravashi says to uh, to Bar Avin, Umay Amris, what would you say? What would you say at at, uh, at the eulogy for uh, Ravashi's funeral? So says the Gemara, Amina, I would say, Bichula Avelim, cry for the uh, for the mourners, Velola Aveda, not for the loss of souls. Shehila Menucha, the souls are fine. But we are the ones who are sighing 
We're the ones who are going through a lot. In both of these cases, Ravashi was not so happy. And their feet became very contorted. Um, and they, when in fact he died, these people did not, they were not masbidim. This is quite a, a strong comment. Because your feet are all contorted, there's no one who could do chalitza on your feet. Your feet are, are so mangled, they just, no one could do chalitza on you. Says the Gemara, five lines, six lines into the wide lines. Rava. It doesn't say why their feet were contorted, but it does say that their feet were contorted as an onesh for a mistreatment of Ravashi with the subtleties of how they wanted to give a hespit. And the way that Ravashi <laughs> defined them <coughs> was as the people who were not able to have chalitza done on their feet because they couldn't even get shoes on. Says the Gemara, Rava. When he... Uh, uh, came to Diglas. They got to the to the river and they had to cross the river. So they said to Bar Avin, who was a good davener, they said, you need to say something. So Kaiva Amar, he said the following, We have most of the Shlishia in water. And there's a reference in Sefer uh, Yeshayahu where a Shlishia is a reference to Klal Yisrael. And Bo Rov Shlishia is a reference to Rava, who was equal to the majority of Klal Yisrael. So Rava's come to the water, in short. Zachor v'rachem, remember and have mercy. We are like a people who have gone astray, as a woman may, from her husband. Do not treat us like those who have to drink the Meimara, the Sota waters. Skipping the parentheses, another story. Rav Khanin was the son-in-law at that time of the, of the Nasi. He, he didn't have any children. He dove into a Kodesh Baruch Hu and he was blessed with children. Unfortunately, and very unfortunately, Ahu Yoma on the day that he had those children, Nach Nafsheh was the day that Rav Khanin died. So Pasach Aleahu Saptana, Simcha Latugan Hefcha, happiness is turned into sorrow. Sason V'yagon Nidbuku, um, happiness and tragedy have become one, they've bind, bound into one. Be'esim Chaso Nenach, at the time of happiness they're sighing. Be'es Chaninoso, Avad Chanino. Very poetic. At the time of the giving of the children, we lost Chanino. We lost Chanino. Asikule Chanan al They named the child Chanan in memory of the father who died on that day. Same to my wife's grandfather. That story? He passed away after his son, his daughter was born. Like that day? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awful. That is terrible. So That's what the Gemara says. That's a very powerful story. <laughs> so we're two thirds of the way down. I'm sorry to hear that story. You gotta, you gotta interject. I need, I need something to say in response. You know, like not. This is depressing to have to start with. You're making it worse. Okay. Kinach nashed the Rav Yochanan when Rav Yochanan passed away. Pasach alei Rav Yitzchak ben Elazar. What did Rav Yitzchak ben Elazar say when the great Rav Yochanan died? Kashayim liyisrael kiyom ba Hashemesh patzal raim. That this day is hard for the Jewish people, like when the sun set early in the afternoon. Rashi her highlights right here to the left, three two thirds of the way down, maybe a drop more. When the sun set in the afternoon. Did you have a story to share? No. Oh, okay. Vam Rav Yochanan ze Yom Hashem. What? You just coughed or something. I, I was. I don't know. Okay. Or maybe the sun set earlier. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> that this is a reference to Yoshio. Another story about the same person when Rabbi Yochanan died. He did something that was seemingly uncommon and not halachically required. He sat Shiva and he maintained Shloshim. He was doing this on his own volition. You only sit one day, you never do Shiva, you never do Shloshim. When Rezera died, the eulogizer said that the uh, the land of Shinar of Bavel, they birthed and the child grew up there. But Eretz Tzvi, the Eretz Tzvi, a reference to Eretz Yisrael, that's where he uh, became the great. That's where he became the great Rezera. How terrible it is for us, said Rekes. We learned in a previous Masechta that Rekes is a reference to Tveria. Because we lost the beautiful jewel of our community. When he died, says Gemara, the pillars that were in the city of Kesari, they, they dripped water. The Rebiosi, when he died, Shafu the Dama, that the gutters that were in Sipori, they bled blood. The Rabbi Yaakov is Chamiu Kochve Biamama. They were able to see stars during the day when he died. The Rabbas, what bled blood? It says that the gutters bled blood and on the day that Rabbi Yossi died. And then it says that when the day when Rav Yaakov died, Rabbi Yaakov is Chamiu Kochve Biamama. You were able to see stars during the day. The Rabasi Iakru Kol Ilana. In the days of Rabasi, all the trees were uprooted. The Rabchia, in the days of Rabchia, when he died, Nechisu Kipe Denura Merakia. Rashi says there were some stones of fire that came out of heaven. The Rav Menachem Bar Yossi, when he died, Ishtu Tzal Menaya Vahavala All of the coins which had their Tzalim on it, they had their images, they all became flattened and they were no longer valuable. They were just flattened coins. The Rav Tanchum Bar Chia is Kitsitu Kol Andartaya, that when, when he died, all of the statues were cut down. The Rabbi Yashiv, <coughs> when Rabbi Yashiv died, there were 70 robberies that took place that night in Machtarta, the sugya from just last week's parsha. My son's Ramitz Parshim, Baba Machtaras. So in Machtarta, they were digging in, they were tunneling into people's homes. The Rabbi Hamnuna, when he died, there was hail that came down from the heavens. The Rabbi of Rabbi Yosef, when Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef died, the pillars that were holding up the bridge over the Euphrates, they kissed each other. So the pillars are holding, the, holding up the bridge. And they collapsed. That's what it means that they kissed each other. That's what happened. Wait, what bridge over the Euphrates? There was a bridge front to cross the Euphrates. Just a bridge. So that's what the Gemara says. And lastly, uh, the same thing happened, and not lastly, but almost. Dabai Virava, when they died, Nasr Kipe the Diglas, the the Tigris. That's a, the, the, also that bridge collapsed. And Kinach Nafshe, the Rav Masharshia, Talon Diklashitze. When he died, all of the palm trees grew thorns. Okay, we'll stop right here at Tana Rabbanan. And we'll pick up tomorrow, Mr. Hashem, with Daf Chaf Vav. I think I will be here in the end. I'm most likely my flight's canceled for tomorrow, and I will let you know. But let's assume I'm here until otherwise noted. Wishing you all a beautiful night.